by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. Glory to God. It's such an honor. Jesus. You know, every time I step up here, I just picture Jesus. I just think about how beautiful he is and how loving and how kind and how merciful he is. And us singing the unfailing love. I just kept feeling it and feeling it and hearing it in my heart. Unfailing love. Unfailing love. That's so beautiful. Well, praise God for his word, his spirit, his son, and the father. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your body, for the each individual part of the body of Christ here today, Father, and all over the world. We pray right now that your will be done in this room, that the words that come out of my mouth are ordained and anointed by you, Father. Your love is so genuine. Father, we pray for an outpouring Of your love in this building. And all over the earth Father. We love you. And we know you love us Lord. And we pray right now. For your power. And your presence. To be demonstrated. Through your people. In Jesus name. Amen. Well. Let's see here. I want. The Lord. To show us. The confidence we have in his love. The confidence we have in his love is so great. Let's see what it says here in Romans chapter 5. Thank you, Jesus. We're looking in the New King James, but if you got an NLT, that's fine too. In Romans chapter 5 verse 1 Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Though whom also we have access by faith into into this grace, in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Knowing that tribulations produce perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out into your hearts. Into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. As I'm speaking to you this morning. The Holy Spirit is pouring God's love into your heart. In the whole image of Jesus dying on the cross that day was for people to see His love on that cross, to see God pour out His Son for us. 
And as I was seeing that a lot of times we deal with tribulations and we're struggling through perseverance that we don't understand how great God's love is for us. And the world is just full of darkness, full of hate, full of all this anger. And God's saying, I'm showing you my love. I'm pouring out my love. And, and a lot of times when we look at God's love, you see Jesus. You see Jesus. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it says in verse 28, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And according to His purpose for them. You see... God has called you to a purpose that is greater than our own purpose. See? You with me? And when we link up with God's purpose, then that's when you run into tribulations. Then that's when you run into perseverance and the character. You with me? And you see that His purpose for us, for God, his people, in advance, he chose them to come, become like his son. We're called to be Christ-like. Be like Christ. And you're thinking, how do I be like Christ? I want the key. Today, I'm going to give you the key. I'm going to unlock a lock that has been locked for so long by the devil. And I'm telling you, when I give you this key, you're going to unlock it. And you're going to say, I see Jesus and I see his love being poured out it's because we're struggling with these tribulations we're struggling with these perseverances and our character is getting in the way of who God's called us to be but Jesus in the Holy Spirit here on earth he's pouring into our hearts God's love and he's revealing so much to us you see here his primary purpose for us that we grow in Christ likeness is love, meekness, purity, and generosity. And so much more. But those three right there just stuck out to me. The love, the meekness, the purity, and the generosity. I believe when you read the Gospels, you see Jesus being a loving, very meek, very pure, and very generous man. And he was fully God, and he was fully man. Let's see here. In Philippians chapter 1, in verse 6. And I want y'all to understand this. That a lot of people say when you preach God's word, it gives people, it gives people a touch of God. You with me? And when you touch people with God... It literally changes them from the inside out. And you see, I hear people tell me all the time, you preach God's love, you preach God's love, you're going to give people, people a license to sin. But when you see how much God loves you, you don't sin against somebody that, you, that loves you that much. You with me? They love you that much, you're not going to sin against them. So when you preach God's love, it is the power by the Holy Spirit that sets a man free. Thank you, Jesus. 
You see in Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. It says being confident. See that's the title of the message. Confidence. Confidence in God's love. In verse 6. Being confident in this very thing. That he who has began a good work in you. Will complete it. Until the day of Jesus Christ. He's going to complete it. It doesn't look good. It doesn't seem like we're going to make it any longer. But I promise you. God's not finished here. And I believe his spirit. Has been ministering to each and every one of our hearts in here. I believe he's ministering to people all over the world right now. They are starting to see God more than they've ever seen him before. They all of us. All of us have this unique relationship with God. And I love it when I see brothers and sisters in the Lord. It's so awesome that we all have a unique relationship with God. We're all different. But it is so easy to compare ourselves to one another that we get in a rut. And he said, well, if I don't worship like he worships, I feel like God loves him more than he loves me. But I'm telling you right now, God's love is equal. God's love, I'm telling you right now, God loves that drug addict. God loves that, that lesbian. God loves that gay man. God loves, God loves. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for God's love, we wouldn't be here today. I thank you, Jesus. God loves. Let's see here. We can be confident... That God will fulfill his purpose and plan for our life. We can be confident in it. The enemy seeks to destroy our confidence in God's love. To prevent us from having a vibrant spirit. A vibrant spirit. I thought, I said, what is vibrant? Full of energy. Full of enthusiasm. Bright. Just ready to do what God tells us to do. And I believe, I believe this. A lot of people say, you're kind of out there, Joe. But I believe God is speaking to every, every person. He's speaking to their heart. And he's telling them to do things that just, just seems funny. Just seems goofy. Because I felt it and I said, ain't no way I'm doing that. And the more you argue with God... He's just going to keep gently giving it back to you, giving it back to you, giving it back to you. He's not going to push himself on you. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman, and he's just going to keep giving it to you. And eventually, it's going to burn in you enough, you're going to do it. And when you do it, the fruit of it literally changes your life. Because God says, you're obedient. There you go. You're obedient. When you're obedient, you pour, he pours out a... A, a blessing on you and your lives change. You know, when you see me shouting or running or whatever the Lord, I just feel it in my heart. I don't want to do it. You know, I can remember there was a time in my life and, and I still kind of get a little antsy about it because I know it's not me, but it's God in me. But I don't want to stand up here and speak. I, I feel like I'm not the greatest speaker. But I know God's doing it in me. So I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to do it and he's always going to bring the fruit. And it's going to change our lives. It's going to change our lives. So don't let the enemy destroy you. And destroy your confidence of God's love. And prevent you from having a vibrant spirit. The world needs to see people on fire for Jesus. That's why the churches are not full. 
the churches are not full because they walk in the church and they see no different than somebody sitting down there at the movie theater. You're going to sit at the movie theater and say, ha, 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 that's a funny scene. That's what they're doing in church. Amen. And I'm telling you, God is patient with us and his love is so beautiful. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12. I love this. I love this. I love this. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 12. For the Lord corrects those he loves. Just as the father corrects a child in whom he delights. If you feel like all the time that you are in a season that you are not pleasing the Lord. I'm telling you right now you're pleasing the Lord. You are pleasing the Lord because if your heart is set to Jesus, if you are pointed at the Father, there's no way you can be pointed at sin. There's no way you can sin and be pointed at God. There's no way. So if you're not sinning, if you're not just head first, says this is what I'm going to do and God's going to bless it, and it's sin, then you turn to God. And just because you feel like you're going through a season in your finances, just because you feel like you're going through a season in your marriage, just because you feel like you're going through a season with your family members, I'm telling you right now, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. His love is beautiful. It says here, the, I wrote this down, the Father corrects us to remove sin from our life and causes us to grow in righteousness. What's righteousness? Right standing with God. Right standing with God. His correction is not rejection. Say that with me. Say his correction is not rejection. Amen. It's not. I'm telling you, he corrects me all the time. He's probably going to correct me a little bit as I'm speaking to you. Glory to God. His correction is not rejection, but love for the children he delights in. He loves us. The children he delights in. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do. You know, it, does, it doesn't take a very educated man. It doesn't take anybody very smart, very rich, very good looking. But all it takes is the Spirit of God. And it can literally change a man from the inside out. And the world is curious. They are so curious of what happened to that man or woman that was touched by God. What happened? And when they see God, they are literally transformed their heart is changed and I'm telling you just because you see an outward appearance of a man or a woman does not mean that they're living the most set on fire life for God but I'm telling you you can tell by the spirit of God on the inside of them and their relationship that the fruit of that relationship it touches people People are literally touched by God. When I, when, I go, when I go into places and I say, God, I want your Holy Spirit 
to touch these people. There's nothing that I have. But God, you have it all. And the Holy Spirit can touch a person. And, and, and you don't have to be the best looking. You don't have to be the most money. You don't have to have it. But they knew the disciples because they had been with Jesus. Y'all with me? They had been with Jesus. They had been with Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10. Thank you, Lord. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in His holiness. God wants to correct us. It's not that we keep living in the same way we've been living, but we grow in maturity and we go from glory to glory and we grow in Christ-likeness. In verse 11, No, discipline is enjoyable. No discipline is. It's not enjoyable. While it is happening, it's painful, but afterwards there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained this way. I can remember being a drug addict. I can remember being that person that nobody wanted to be around. There's no way that I would sit in a room with Joe Madison. There's no way. But God can literally transform a man's heart and give him a heart of flesh. And give him love. And I believe that that's what's happening in Passion Church. I believe that's what's happening in life groups. I believe that's what's happening in Horn Lake High School. And I believe it. And I believe there is a greater glory that is falling on the body right now. I believe it. I believe it. That's a sermon for another day. But I believe it. God is so patient with us. And I want you to see His love. Because when you see His love, you're transformed into Christ. You're transformed into Christ. Let's see here. This is the Amplified. I love this. In Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 4. Psalms, my bad. What did I say? Proverbs, okay. It's a P. Praise God. It's, it's a P. It's a P. Good enough. Hey, I was giving you an example. You ain't got to be a great speaker. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalms 27, verse 4. One thing I have asked the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty the delightful lovingness and majestic grandeur of the Lord and to meditate in his temple that's how you become Christ like that's it that's it that's it that's how you become Christ like when you read the word you're in you're in it. You are in it. I'll seek it. In that dwelling place. 
His presence. When nobody sees you, no, you're not getting glory from man, but you're getting glory from God. And you're in that secret place, and you're just picturing your sins on the cross. And Jesus paying for your sins on the cross and washing you clean. Washing you clean. That's how you become Christ-like. That's how you become pure. That's how you become generous. That's how you become more loving, like Jesus. Jesus said, let me leave so I can go pray. And he would pray. He would be alone. And I'm telling you, our relationships are all different. And I need growth in this area like nobody. Man, I need this more than y'all do. I need to grow in this area. And we all do. And our relationships are all different. Some of you have mornings. Some of you have nights. But I'm telling you, Jesus loves you right where you're at. Jesus loves you right where you're at. I felt the Holy Spirit. I felt Him. He's a gentleman. And a lot of you, you see that sin. You see that sin in your life. And you say, how can God love me? You don't understand, Joe. You don't understand what I'm dealing with right now. You don't understand. And Jesus says, I understand. I love you. Thank you, Lord. In Psalms, still in 27, verse 2. The Lord is my light and my salvation. In whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Don't be afraid. God is with us. God is with us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even when you feel like you can't go any longer, there's no way you can go any further like this. I'm telling you, Jesus is going to take your relationship deeper. He's going to take you deeper. And I want us to go back to Romans chapter 5. And you see in Romans chapter 5, the beautifulness that Paul is pouring out on these people of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is pouring it into their heart. He's pouring it into their heart. In verse 5 it says, Such hope, chapter 5 verse 5, Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us. Because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. It's being poured out. It's being poured out. The power to overcome this world we're living in right now. In the Word. In the Word. Please read the Word. People come up to me all the time and they say, Joe, tell me, what should I do? 
How should I do it? Read the Word. You're not a good reader. Listen to the Word. You'll learn how to read it. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your Word. In verse 6, While we were still helpless, powerless to provide for our salvation, at the right time Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. Now it is an extraordinary thing. You with me? That's an extraordinary thing for one to willingly give his life even for an upright man, though perhaps for a good man, one who is noble and selfless and worthy. Someone might even dare to die. You with me? Someone might. They might. I doubt it. I wouldn't. But God, but God clearly shows and proves His own love for us by a fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You can keep on and keep on and keep on and keep on. That right there is key. That's key. We didn't deserve what God gave us, but He gave it to us. So now that He gave it to us, don't give it back to Him. Don't give it back to Him. You take it. You take that gift of salvation and you grow in your relationship with Christ and be more and more like Christ Jesus in your relationship, in your prayer time, in your Bible reading time. And out of that secret place in His presence, the fruit of the glory of God will be manifested and people will be touched by God. They'll be touched. I want people to be touched by God. When you walk in that door, I want you to feel the presence of God. I want you to know that whatever situation you got going on in your life, that God is bigger than that situation. Whatever addiction you have, I pray right now that you will give it up. That God is so much bigger but you have to make the step in the tribulation and the perseverance. You have to give it up. Whatever it is, that anger, that discord, whatever you got going on in your family with your loved ones, I pray right now that you would look at them and you would see them the way Jesus sees them. You will see them the way Jesus sees them. Even if it's not a time where you're able to personally speak to that person or you're not able to go to them and forgive them in person but you forgive them in your heart right where you're at just forgive them where you're at and I promise you in due time God will make everything brand new verse 7 now it is an extraordinary thing for the one to willingly give his life for an upright man Though perhaps a good man, one who is noble and selfless and worthy, someone might even dare to die. I'm going to read this again. But God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 9. Therefore, since we now have been justified, declared free of guilt of sin... 
by the blood, how much more certain is it that we will be saved from the wrath of God through Him? The wrath of God through Him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through death of His Son, it is much more certain, having been reconciled, that we will be saved from the consequences of sin. By His life. By Jesus' life. That is, we will be saved because Christ lives today. You with me? Christ lives today. Not only that, but we also rejoice in God. Rejoicing in His love and the perfection through our Lord Jesus Christ. Though whom we have now received and enjoy our reconciliation with God. We enjoy it. We enjoy it. We enjoy it. It's so glorious. It's so beautiful. When you sit in his presence, you get up in the morning, you're thinking, a lot of people are thinking, oh, I need to go in the I need to go get in the closet. I need to shut the door. And I got to have this beautiful Bibles. I got to have all these different translations. I got to have all these Christian books. I got to have all this thing written on the wall. I'm telling you right now, all you need is a willing heart. And you to get still, get quiet, cut the phone off, stop checking emails, put Facebook down, put TikTok down, and just simply listen to God. Simply listen to God. And let the Holy Spirit speak to you. He's what we need in this hour. Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit. And now that we have the Holy Spirit, we have it. That you get still. We live in such a fast society. I mean, even when I stop talking, y'all get kind of nervous. Because I talk so fast, when I stop, it's like, what is he finna do? If he, don't, if he don't go anymore, we'll just get up and leave. And that's what God feels. That's the way he feels. He says, well, when they get done rattling out this prayer, they'll probably just say amen and get up and walk away. And I've been there. I've been there. Yes, I'm telling you right now, there's some days... I go in there, me and little Joe, and we get down at the bed. And thank you, Lord. We love you. We, we, we really thank you for this wonderful day. We pray for salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to bed. And we're all guilty. But I'm telling you, God's love is so beautiful. And wherever you're at in your walk with Christ is enough. You're already, I told a guy in the gym, you're already doing more than what the majority of them are doing. And I believe that in your Christian walk, you're already doing more than others are doing. There's some out there that need to hear about the love of God. And God's going to use you to do it. And you don't even feel like you're adequate to do it. You don't even feel like there's no way God can use me. But I'm telling you, God can use you. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. 
We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.